Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, on every of us, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? Yes, we have Peyton Howie with us today. She's been branded as the ultimate all-American girl by Scenes Media. Her most recent single, Freedom, was featured on several of Spotify's sought-after editorial playlists and the accompanying music video, Bleeds Red, White, and Blue. And we're excited to have her on. So welcome yes. to the show. Yes, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> so I always like to start the show off the same way right um, now. Yes. This last year has been crazy for everybody. Mm -hmm. So how did COVID affect what you do? And what have you done to kind of get through this craziness? You know, I've been one of the few lucky ones that uh, has, you know, found the places that are still having live music and uh, that are still having, you know, shows or anything like that and I mean, whether it's inside or outside you know I've, I've been one of the lucky ones that's been able to find some places that are still doing that and uh, I've been touring around a lot lately I've been playing a lot of shows out in Texas uh, last I started like around last summer kind of playing mm -hmm. a lot of shows in Texas where a lot of places were still open and mm -hmm. um, so I honestly it's not been as bad for me as I know that it's been for a lot of other people and I'm just really grateful uh, that I was still able to play live music um, but I also was given a lot of time to write and I had yeah. the opportunity to get on and do things like this because I feel like live streams and social media and all that stuff um, became huge during, you know, yeah. quarantine and all that yeah. stuff, like getting to do live stream concerts and um, all that stuff was actually kind of really, really fun because you can connect with people from all over. Yeah. Now, can you turn yeah. your mic up just a little bit? Uh, yes. <laughs> And that's like for us, we, um, you know, we launched this show January of 2020. So a couple months before COVID and our original plan was a hundred interviews first year. We thought that would be a great foundation. Mm -hmm. And then COVID happens. And I was like, Ooh, you know, this could be our silver lining, a brand new show. You know, I bet we can get more people on than we ever dreamed of. And oh, because yeah. of that, we're over 400 interviews since. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys have had some pretty awesome interviews, too. I was going back and watching some of the ones you guys have done. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah, oh, we appreciate you. that. It's appreciate definitely it. been crazy. You know, we, you it know, has. It's been and, a lot of fun. And then, of course, us. we enjoy it. In two weeks, we've got um, Color Me Bad coming on. Oh, yes. And Lisa Love, Love coming on Thursday. Thursday, supposed to be. So yes. hopefully that goes. Because, again, you know, you say you got someone coming on in a book, but I've learned in this business that if someone that eat, even if someone's booked, sometimes it don't happen. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> so, um, what are some hobbies you like to do outside of music? Oh man, um, there's a lot that I like to do um, other than music. Obviously, I mean, I spend so much of my time writing and recording <laughs> or playing shows. But um, when I'm not doing that, I just I love to you know hang out with my friends. I enjoy working out a lot, so I like to work out and do that. I love to be out on the lake jet skiing or, you know, on, on, a, on a boat or something like that. I just think, especially when it's like beach or lake, I'm always just, I'm a lake girl for sure. So <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite things to do. What's funny is we're planning on moving out to Nashville and that's no the hardest thing for me is I've been, we learned Savannah, Georgia, and I've been a coastal guy all my life, pretty much. Oh, yes. And I've been here almost 20 years now. And it's like the leaving the coast. It's like, oh, that's I know that 
that Nashville's got a lake, but it's not the same. <laughs> oh, I know. And that's a, that's insane. I totally get that. I was um, originally, I was born and raised in Southern California, like an mm -hmm. hour north of San Diego. And then um, like now I've just been traveling so much. I spent half the time in Nashville and the other half the time in Texas. And obviously Texas has got like Galveston and all that, but I mean, it doesn't really, I mean, I'm comparing that to like San Diego beaches, right. you know, like Orange mm -hmm. County beaches. I mean, it's kind of, but you know. <laughs> was you in Nashville anytime through 4th of July weekend? Um, I was not in Nashville for the 4th of July. I was just in Nashville last weekend. Oh, um, we were filming my new music video on Lake Percy Freeze. Oh, so cool. The lake there is actually pretty nice. So, I mean, I, I know the beach is great and all, but the lake there is actually pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yes. We've been to that lake during one of our trips up there. and We really yeah. liked it. It's very nice. Yeah, as long as the numbers keep stay, or not go up too high, we're planning on, my, I'm turning 50 into this month, so we're planning on spending a week in Nashville. Yeah. Cool. So hopefully that trip still happens. It's like, it's like, come on now, let's slow the numbers down. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's a great place to visit. It was packed just this last week. They had Garth Brooks up at the, the Nissan um, oh, stadium. My. And so literally the street, the, like the streets are swarming with people. Wow. Yeah, we watched a lot of our Nashville friends have um, their cameras going at that stadium during that night with the storms. It was horrible, the storms. Yeah, I heard about that. And of course, everybody commenting when the thunder rolled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was crazy. I, I mean, I was I was actually flying through that storm because I was coming back here for um, oh, wow. Texas for a show, yeah. and I was I was I our flight got delayed so many times, and I was thinking I was like, and it still didn't get canceled though. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, you know. A lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to do music? But I like to go deeper than that. When did it click that this could be a career choice for you? Um, I would say, you know, when I was around 16, I got my first guitar and I started uh, kind of like teaching myself how to play. And I was going out and playing shows and open mics and just little fun jam things in my in my hometown. And um, I was really enjoying playing music. I just it's just so fun to get to learn a song or write a song and, and share it with people. That was something I was really enjoying. But then like the, the I feel like the time that I kind of realized like, hey, this is kind of what I want to do is um, I was a freshman in college and I so I've worked my whole life uh, playing softball to get a college scholarship to play ball. Um, and I got my scholarship for a division two school in Colorado and you know, I finally got there. I was on the team and I was playing ball. And then at the same time, I was kind of like dabbling in music. And um, I was figuring, I was like, why can I not be a full-time student, full-time athlete, and full-time musician? Like, that sounds so great, you know? <laughs> so, it, I mean, it was working out well. I, I mean, I was traveling all over the place playing, playing shows and, um, and then coming back and, you know, playing on the team and taking classes. But I would say right around um, Christmas time, my freshman year, I had released one single and I was getting ready to release um, my very my second single, uh, F-150, um, in July or January. I was getting ready to release F-150 and things were just getting so hectic, like with music, things were going really well. And I kind of had to make the decision like softball or music. And um, it was it was a difficult decision because softball is like, my the other love of my life besides music 
And um, so I ended up choosing to pursue music full time. I'm still pursuing my degree um, in communications and marketing, but uh, I don't play softball anymore. So that's kind of when I decided, like, if I'm going to give up something, I work. See, the marketing degree can help you with your music. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know. That's exactly what I was like. I was thinking, you know, I was just like, okay, so if I'm going to give this up, then I'm going to just full send it and give this all I have. And that's why I think I decided you know, this is what I want to do for the rest of my yeah, life. I know we had somebody on a, last year and um, they're actually from Savannah where we are. Mm -hmm. And they were talking oh, cool. about, you know, they're in the medical field and, right. and a rising yeah, artist locally. To be a and, doctor. and I asked her, okay, do you have the fear of the day that you're gonna have to make a choice and she's like i fear that every day because she was like she goes she knows that she can't you know you can't be a doctor at the highest level and be an artist at the highest level right. one's gonna have to give so yeah. so yes yeah, so you see that too with you if you're going on a career too yeah i mean i i i felt that and i think i, I got a little bit lucky with it because um well, I mean, I was I was a freshman not not too long ago. <laughs> so when, when I started playing softball in college, literally that exact year, COVID hit. So, so it gave you a chance. Time, exactly, and it was kind of sad because the people in my um, in my graduating class, they really didn't even get to play a full season on the team till their junior year. Wow. And wow. so now it's kind of like looking back at it because I mean, there's I mean, unless you're gonna play in the Olympics, there's no like major league softball. So it's like, like no matter how hard I try, even if I wanted to, it's, it's, it's only four years of college ball. And, but if I, if I give music my all, I can be doing this for the rest of my life, you know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. And, and you know, That's and right. you know, I remember we had Allison Steele on years ago when they were two Steele girls. And she talked a lot about that, that you've got to be all in. And speaking of being all in, um, as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton, of a Miranda, of a Carrie, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes, not just to get to their level, but even a career level within music. And I always mm -hmm. want to talk about that, just like I did with Allison years ago. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the sacrifices and struggles you've had to make even to get to where you are today. Well, um, I will say that I have been someone that has had so many just talented and uh, generous, kind, um, and, and knowledgeable people in my life that have, you know, kind of like taken me under their wing and, um, you know, steered me in the right direction, especially being out um, in Nashville so much now. I mean, there's a lot of people in Nashville and it's, and it's so crazy to me sometimes because you go out there and there's these writers rounds and you're playing with all these amazing writers and whether they're, you know, like musicians or, or artists or just, just songwriters, there's so much talent out there. Yeah. And to have, yeah. I've just been lucky enough to have those people that have guided me through, wow. Hey, stick to these people or, Hey, you know, having my back and having a team and a circle around me that are people that I can trust and people that I know are going to steer me in the right direction. So I will say that I, I know some people have these horror stories of, <laughs> Oh man, I got, I got, I got messed up by this, this guy, or this guy did this or, and you know, and I mean, I've, I've had some of those experiences where it's like, so someone says something that they don't actually mean, or someone says something that they don't actually know, or everyone has their opinions. And um, I think I've been lucky enough to have those people that have taught me to stay true to what I know and what I know that I want to do and who I want to be as an artist. So 
I've not had to face so many uh, difficult experiences. I know as so many other people. Because you were willing to listen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been I've been pretty lucky to have to have that. I, I would say that definitely, um, like the whole softball thing. I would say that's probably the biggest sacrifice I've made for music, other than like a, a like some a few hours of sleep, which is totally worth <laughs> it though. Because I mean, you're playing shows sometimes, and you end up not getting home three, four in the morning, and you're like, man, this is this is crazy. But it's like, that's that's so much fun. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah, I remember um, I used to be part of this little um, business called in the network marketing business. And I remember that they used to have audios and they would talk about when you're driving home at two, three in the morning, you know, on the road that you, you're either a network marketer, an entertainer, or you're a drunk at 3 a.m. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Pretty much. You're not wrong. <laughs> so well, you're gonna play two songs for us so what's the first song all right so the first song that i was gonna play um is the first song that i dropped off of my um soon to come ep uh this one's called run boy run it's a little song that i wrote with a couple of my friends out in nashville michael austin and eric Halvig. um this song kind of just stems from an experience that i had with an ex we were <laughs> And he, he was a, he was a California boy and, um, you know, things were, it was kind of one of those relationships where mm -hmm. it's either going to, you're either going to end up together or it's going to be the worst heartbreak of your life. You know, it's like <laughs> that. Uh, it ended up not even really being that bad. He, he was a cheater. And, uh, so yeah. he, he kind of left and he just kind of, when everything happened, he just kind of dipped. So. We wrote the song called Run Boy Run, and I, I think it sit, uh, suits that situation perfectly. So I hope you all like this one. Yeah. This one's called Run Boy Run.
So, um, as you know, a lot of people, they see um, you as the artist, but don't see the teams that make the artists. In our yes. opinion, oh, yeah. teams never get the love they, they deserve. Never. So on our show, they do. So, take yes. a few moments just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Man, oh my gosh. this There's so many people that I have just been so lucky to have um, in my life, in my career, like on this path that I'm, that I'm going down. First, though, it's always... It's always my family. Like my mom and my dad are literally just above and beyond. They, I'm, I will say, they've done more for me and my career than I would say that um, anyone has has done. Just, just simply because of the support um, through the decision that I made was the softball and um, you know all the travel, all the all the crazy things like you know recording an entire EP, you know working on different projects like that and playing shows and the, all the late nights. So definitely my mom and my dad, they've, they've literally supported me and, and like been there for, for everything. So definitely my mom and my dad, I will say that. And, um, you know, my um, team, Core PR, like literally, they are the coolest They're people awesome. ever. They're yeah. so cool. I mean, I started working with them um, not too long ago, actually. And it's just like, they're the coolest people and everything with uh, all the new music videos that I'm shooting. Uh, getting ready to release some new music and even just coming alongside like hey like you know uh, outfit choices jewelry all that cool stuff they're just the coolest so i love i love core they're they're amazing so uh, yeah. that and then um definitely uh, the producers and writers on my um, new ep i have uh, michael austin eric halbig and uh, joe yeager they were the three writers um that i was working with on my new project that's coming out and I'm super excited because they're just, all three of them are, you know, they all kind of do their own thing. Like Michael's mm -hmm. an artist himself. Eric Halvick, he was the lead guitarist for Sarah Evans. Like he's just oh, wow. talented. And Joe is an artist herself too. So having just so much talent come in on 1EP. Um, and then the team that I recorded with, um, all the musicians, I literally was lucky enough to have like Dolly Parton's bass player who's played oh, with God. Garth and Hank. Wow. And Billy Noble played T's, uh, keys for Tim McGraw. He's, he's a coolest guy and um, right. Reba McIntyre is still a guitar player and just like so many amazing musicians just coming together to bring the project to life and um, those are just some of the few people that I've you know just had like on my team on my side and have uh, helped me and been there through everything. Love that. Now you mentioned your parents first. I love that. So and I love it when parents are actually behind um, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. because yeah, I, support, they don't so always important. have that have that support so tell us a parent story you probably got a thousand of them but mm -hmm. tell us a story where um they went above and beyond for your career and you're like wow they get that this is what i want to do oh man there's so many <laughs> um oh 
my goodness. I will say there's there's a ridiculous amount. And it's funny because um, there is so much that I would say that um, my parents have had to, I mean, you know, you don't just get, you don't just naturally know how to work in the music industry. Like, yeah. obviously, like, no one really knows. You have to learn along the way. Like, it's a learning process. And the fact mm-hmm. that, like, my parents, sometimes they just, my mom, you know, she learns so much about, uh, like, different things with social media or algorithms or or different networking things. And it's crazy that it's a learning yeah. process. And the fact that they have literally just been like, yeah, like, we're going to learn alongside. And it's just uh, so great to have them there. I will say one thing that was just probably super insane. My, okay, so during this storm, you know, the mm-hmm. crazy freeze that yeah. happened oh, yes. out here? Right. Um, I was out in Nashville and I was doing some rounds out there and we were staying. We got trapped in Nashville in the snow. <laughs> My mom and I were trapped in Nashville in the snow trying like for many five days and just the fact that they were just like yeah it is what it is and my mom and I just chilling there we're writing songs and hanging out eating microwave pizzas and (laughs) it was it was like I think we were stuck there for like five days it was insane and then meanwhile my my dad was in Texas and all the pipes burst and all this crazy snow the pool freezing over and I was just like man like I know that was just a crazy thing that happened and I mean there's like yeah it is what it is you know (laughs) (laughs) and you know speaking of family and team members um we got a third co-host our little nine-year-old that we allowed to ask a few questions so sandy's gonna go get him real quick okay christopher and we've got a two-year-old daughter that when she gets older she'll be plugged into the show too oh how cool (laughs) try to keep it in the family here that's awesome that is such a cool thing to bring like and to have i love that that's super cool the great thing is we can do that I, well, yeah, I mean, that's cool. And then it's, it's kind of cool to kind of teach those skills of talking with people and just interaction and stuff and mm. uh, having good conversation. Like, you guys are great conversationalists. Well, thank you. Hi, Peyton. How's it going? How are you? Uh, it's going great. So uh, what's your favorite food? My favorite food. Oh, man, I will say um, – I love some like really, really good like steak, like a really good barbecue, mm-hmm. especially being out in Texas like these <laughs> last few months. You know, Texas people know how to barbecue for sure. What's your favorite food? Mine is pizza. Pizza? That's the best. Pizza's so good. <laughs> <laughs> he would eat it all day long. Literally, I'm a barbecue I know. Fan. <laughs> and you can always change it up. There's so many different kinds of pizza that you can have too. Yeah, but I'm a barbecue fan myself, so. Yeah, there you go. It's like every time, like when we went to Nashville this last trip, um, it was like I, I, almost every night we ate and I end up getting ribs. So. Yeah, we ate out like five or six nights of four. Yeah, out of the five or six nights, four of them was rib night for yeah. me. So. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Nashville's got some pretty good food out there for sure. Mm-hmm. So what's it for a TV show? What's that? What's it for a TV show? My favorite TV show. Oh goodness. Um, I would say friends. I've literally, I've, <laughs> I've been watching friends since I was real young. And, um, now it's like my brother and I, whenever he comes home from college or whatever, we always watch it together. So definitely friends. What about you? Mine is SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Oh my gosh. That was my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's been cool about it, cause we bring on not just artists, but actors too on the show. 
Um, he, he watches a lot of Disney and Nickelodeon shows now. So we've been able to bring on a handful, probably 10, 20 people from Disney and Nickelodeon onto the show. That's really cool. What a cool opportunity. That's awesome. So it's been really cool for him to talk to him like that. You know, we got like a, one of our most recent ones we brought on um, the girl that played Destiny on Bunked. Oh, that's cool. That that was a really cool moment for, for him. I bet. That was probably so fun. Yes. In fact, I mean, apparently people really like her because she keeps getting, you know, her interviewed on the YouTube side of things grows like a hundred views a day. I mean, and I don't, I don't push it or anything, but I'm, apparently people keep searching for her. So she's popular cool. right now. That's very cool. <laughs> right. So what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie. Oh goodness. Uh, you know, I would say probably uh, a movie that I've always loved was I love the hunger games, like the hunger game series. I thought those were so cool. And I grew up watching those and like, I still love them. I can rewatch them all the time. And what's yours? Mine's a Minions movie. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, the Minions. See, he's even got that shirt. So, that was so good. And Despicable Me. And Despicable Me and all that. That is so good. Yeah, I Caitlin love loves all that, too. All right. Bye, Nate. Bye. <laughs> His shirt. Oh, all right, he's got a Minion shirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, every now and then he ends up wearing a shirt that blends into our green screen and he laughs. And there's, some, there's some shirts where he forgets and it's fully green. So he just he's just a head floating in. He probably yeah, doesn't offer it. It's just a mess. He's during that time Brick Boy. And because he it looks like that. he's got he's bricks. Like, I'm Brick Boy. Yeah. That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could co-write with any artist dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, man. Um, I would say one of the writers that I've been uh, studying a lot lately, just like his writing style. And I mean, he's written for so many um, major artists and he is like a major artist himself as Hardy, like wow. his writing style and um, listening to a lot of the things that he's written for other people is, is he's just a really talented writer. I would say he's probably uh, number one on my list right now, just as someone that I've been really looking at and, um that or Miranda Lambert like oh, I feel like she awesome. just got this like oh, sass about her and especially after uh, hearing the Marfa tapes you know I would love to sit mm -hmm. down so this probably has a thousand answers but what's a song you've heard that you wish you wrote oh my goodness um one of the first ones that comes to mind is Small Town Hypocrite by Kaylee Hammock Oh, wow. oh yes, that is like that song. Like I, I don't know, and I and I heard it in a time in my life where it was just, it just felt like I was listening to like a soundtrack of like an experience that I had. I, it was so crazy to hear that song and be like, man, I wish I would have written that song. Oh, but wow. that, that's definitely that's one of the first ones that comes to my mind for sure. So, speaking of songs and all that, yes. what's the second song you're gonna play? All right, second song I want to play. This is the last single I just put out. This one's called Freedom. I just dropped this one on uh, Memorial Day weekend along oh, with yeah. the music video. It was super cool to get to shoot that. Um, and so this is a real patriotic song. Oh, wow. Um, this song goes out especially to um, any of our servicemen or women out there. Thank you so much for your service. And the second here is called Freedom.
gas, no place to go. Been hitting on the radio. Touchdowns on Friday night, sneaking tips on Walker's eye. His jersey fits just right. First kiss, your I just might. So back in 2016, we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini before. She no way. Yes, it was really, no. really cool to know that. Yes. And um, one of the questions I asked her was where she wanted to be mm -hmm. in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I yeah. ask the guest that same question, because the answer she gave us back then is to the T of what she's living now. So she, she knew where she was going and nobody was going to stop her. Right. <laughs> so knowing that, where did you want to be in five years? Where I want to be in five years, um, the way I always answer this question um, is by saying, you know, like I love music. Music is a part of my heart. It's a part of my soul. And the thing that I love most about um, getting to be an artist and having um, original songs uh, to put out there and share with people is I love sharing music with people. I love being able to um, make somebody feel something. I love being able to... Uh, tell a story that people hear and think, wow, I connect with that or wow, I never thought of wow. it like that or that really hit home. That's my favorite thing is when people tell me that when I'm when I'm when I share a song with them, whether it's mine or on a cover and maybe they see it in a different light because of the way I sang it or something like that. Like I love being able to to influence people or I love being able to um, move people through music and um I hope that in five years I'm I'm still am able to do that and move people. I wanna 
um, take it as far as I can. I want to ride the wave as long as possible. And I, you know, I want to, I want to keep playing shows all over the place. I've had like in these last few months, the opportunity to be able and tour so much. And um, literally just like, like two weeks ago, I got to play um, the ACL Austin city limits Moody theater wow. up in Austin. It was crazy. I got to play the taco margarita festival. They sold it out like 2,500 people. And it was just insane to get to uh, share original music and some of like people's favorites just, and, seeing people dance and be excited and, and just loving the music and um i'm really grateful that as you know time goes on and as you know uh, my music starts to get out there more it's just crazy to see like the crowds get larger and um people being moved by music and i hope that whether whether it's a, a little listening room experience or you know a stadium i hope i'm able to still be moving people with music in five years so that's that awesome. 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 Now let's look even further down the road, say 15 years down the road, and you're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you're there. If the person you are today could meet her, your future successful self, what would you remind her? That's a really good question. I would say um, something I would remind my future self would be to just like stay true to who I am as a person or um, to like be honest with myself and to be honest with everybody else because I think so many times like in the music industry it's hard to mm. not oh it's just a little I'm just messing with the tweaking this a little I'm just tweaking this a little like you know to change it's hard to not change yourself yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you wanna you wanna like get get somewhere. You wanna get far. You wanna do things. And sometimes you're like, okay, well, I could change this. I could change this. And obviously, yeah, like everyone, you know, could use some change in here and there. And nobody's perfect. But I think sometimes it's important to remember that they're like your roots. You know, I think it's important to remember like where you came from, and most importantly, like like who got you there. Because yeah. there's no way. I don't care who you're talking about. There's no artist or musician, whatever, that just got there simply like on their own. Like there's always a team. There's always a family. And yeah. uh, I think that's exactly. important to remember. Exactly. Yes. And how would you describe your music to someone who hasn't heard it yet? Um, I would say it's uh, a little edgy. I'd say it's um, it's real. Um, I'd say it's it, I, I, I love that like some of the new music that I'm putting out that's a little, uh, you know, unreleased tells a story. Um, I've been working a lot on writing songs that tell a story and yeah. Um, yeah. I'm really excited to be putting out new music. So that's what I would say. It's uh, real and it's a little edgy and um, can be patriotic at times as well. <laughs> awesome. And what would you like your legacy to be as an artist? What would you like to be known and remembered for? I, I want to be known as somebody that um, tells a story for sure. I think so, like looking at artists like Reba and Loretta Lynn and mm -hmm. uh, some of like the traditional greats that just have mm -hmm. this way of like bringing it into here, like telling a story and, and making it just like, hey, it's just you and me. We're just talking, even though there's like 50,000 other people in the stadium. Let me tell you a story. Mm -hmm. Like I love I love that about an artist or I love um sometimes people writing things that you've never heard before. You know, I want to, I want to be unique and I want to be a storyteller. 
Awesome. And if you could relay any message to your fans, what would you want to say to them? I would say, um, don't ever like doubt yourself in something that you want to do, whether it is, you know, music or, or pursuing this job or, uh, getting that degree or whatever it is. I, I think a lot of the times we get in our own way. Sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, there's people in our way or, or it's other things or, you know, but I think a lot of the time when something we feel like we can't get somewhere or we feel like we can't achieve something, it's usually ourselves that are in the way. So right. don't ever like doubt yourself and don't ever get in the way of yourself doing something that you know is going to uh, make you better for sure. So mm -hmm. what advice would you give that artist that's really just getting their feet wet? They feel like this is what they're called to do. I would say, right. Because something, if I could go back and change uh, kind of how I've done things as an artist, and I mean, I'm still like way mm -hmm. young and still got like, you know, some lot, a lot to, a lot to do for sure. I, I would say something that I wish I would have done sooner is write. I was very, um, hesitant to start writing music, I would say, because yeah. I was un un unsure almost. And I feel yeah. like sometimes people yeah. think it has to be a certain way or it's, or just right. throw the whole thing out. Like it, it's not that way. Like music <laughs> is unique, yeah. you know? And sometimes you hear just like the simplest songs that people mm -hmm. are just obsessed with. And you're like, wow. Or you hear songs like Bohemian Rhapsody that's like written by one person. And it's yes. like, oh my goodness. like. Songs like that. And most it's most songs, when you hear the story, the the artists almost the big number one hits. They almost uh, always say, "Oh, I wrote that in like twenty minutes." I yes. know that's exactly. <laughs> what yeah, so that's what I would say for sure. It's definitely write, even if it's horrible. Just keep writing. Like always, keep writing, and just and not only that, but work with other artists. Like do co-writes for mm -hmm. sure, because that's like what has grown me as a writer is mm -hmm. um, co-writes. Yeah. Awesome. As we close out here, um, tell everybody how they can reach you and what's next. Yes. Um, I would love to stay connect with everybody on my social media. I got my Instagram, Peyton Howie Music, P-A-Y-T-O-N. Um, and my Facebook page, the same, Peyton Howie Music. And um, I got YouTube, Spotify, all that good stuff, Twitter, all that fun stuff. And um, my new music video for Freedom is out now on my YouTube channel. And um, I just shot my next music video for my next single. So um, right. if you use Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you use, uh, make sure you go follow me on there so that you can um, figure out when my next single's coming out. I'm super excited to be dropping that very, very soon, uh, announcing it very soon as well. Love that. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today, and we look yes. forward to having you back down the road. Yes, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. This was a really, really fun time. I appreciate you guys having me. But we, we appreciate enjoyed it. it. We enjoyed Thank you it so too. much for your time today. Thank you for your time. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.